0: Wedding. yeah in 2010 thought I was doing something. And now I'm rapping with a crew or something. I guess the track don't really stick unless he's blowing something. And I never fit the shoe until I do it something. Yo, bracing myself like teeth. Boy, it's the same old route on some new concrete. But homie, these tunes make you get a new ID. I'm trying to do my thing, but the commute ain't cheap. I'm on a two-day week for all this rap these days. And we can still pitch the track to all the wacky DJs. We're singing happy days, wearing tacky J's. And I'm just pumped that I made it out my nappy phase. Let's go. Hey y'all, the OGs and new listeners alike. I miss y'all. I'm Randy and this is my indie episode. And my goodness, I really, really miss y'all so, 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 so much. Y'all may hear something in the background. Uh, My mother in law is home watching something. Um, I'm sure I can edit it all down, but just letting y'all know, I'm committed to putting out this indie and doing this indie. And so we just gonna work with what we got done not perfect I hope you all are picking up on this energy y'all of how much I miss y'all and how much we miss y'all because we really do miss y'all and me and Mikey both do and will be back soon with episodes so we both want to record we both we talk about it a lot we Figuring out the season where things are things are happening. Okay, trust. So before I get into my spiel of what the indie episode is about and all that stuff, let me give a quick shout out to our patrons over on Patreon. We have weekly meetings every Wednesday. At the time I'm recording this, it's currently Wednesday. I'm so excited to see everybody. Um, And we highlight our weeks and what's been up, and we give good news and. We all agree that we prefer it to not be so structured. We used to come with like topics and stuff to talk about, but we really just shoot the shit and talk. Um, well, Sometimes we go off on tangents about parents, parenting, sex, relationships, movies, shows. Like it's, y'all are good people. And I just had to shout y'all out before I got into this episode. And I know y'all know I love y'all, but I love y'all. And I love anybody else who wants to join (laughs) because we are really connecting over there. All right. So thank you for supporting our business. Again, I just I don't think I said that, but thank you patrons, for supporting our business and our podcast in a monetary fashion, because that is not a small thing. No matter what you give, I just want to let you know that we are grateful and y'all help us keep the lights on and the recorder charged and we appreciate you. Okay, so for those who don't know or who need a reminder, indie episodes are individual episodes Mikey and I record, it's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses. And today I'm going to talk about a homework assignment from my sex doula that caused me to have a conversation with self-sabotage. Stay tuned. So what had happened was I hired a sex doula Yes, that is a thing. And her name is Yanitza. She's a long time listener of the podcast. And I've known of her for a while. And I say of her because while we've emailed and talked a lot, I felt like I've gotten to actually know her since she became more active on Patreon and started attending the video call meetings last year. And like anybody who interacts with Yanitza, I became a big fan of hers. Quick. She's peak cancer, very airy, very free, Um, good people, cares about justice, cares about assets, cares about people, and we all love her. Uh, Don't worry, I will be interviewing her in the upcoming season of the podcast about her work and her services so y'all can get to know her too and hire her if you so please and feel inspired because we are not gatekeeping over here. So yes, um, I hired Yanissa as a sex doula because I had not been able to masturbate or engage in any type of self-pleasure since Noble died. And I've talked about this on the podcast um, before, and I I think we've done some episodes about it, especially when we talked about Noble. Um, But I had been struggling with pleasuring myself and desiring myself and struggling with being myself um, because I was just in deep, deep, deep grief and fog. But, you know, as I heal and do the grief work and all those things, and as I work on my money mindset and do like the work in quotes, if anybody's doing the work, y'all know what I'm talking about. I am learning that my ability to attract financial abundance and wealth and to recognize the abundance around me is directly tied to my pleasure. And so I cannot get and or sustain the bounty I am working for on every level, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, if I do not think I deserve it or that I'm worthy of it. And I had not been thinking that. And as y'all can imagine, I was just really hurting. And so working with Eunice has been amazing. And I'm not just saying that it has been amazing she's really good at what she does and she's super professional she's like a completely different person almost when we're working together as opposed to like when we're just on the calls and doing like bmm committee stuff but um yeah she's super professional and passionate about evolving people's relationship with sex and intimacy and themselves and she's a bomb so yes so she had me do this homework assignment and the assignment was to get naked and spread honey all over my face while looking in the mirror and I was to spread it like a face mask and speak affirmations and tell myself I was beautiful and like really love on myself and be kind and then I was to wash off the honey in the shower and imagine all the shame and negative thoughts about myself going away and while she Given me a lot of homework assignments, this was the one that I procrastinated with the longest. Like it took me a long time to actually do it. And I was supposed to do it weekly, but I've only done it once. (laughs) because it it really does, it was was hard. It was, I I mean, yeah, it was hard. It was hard for all the reasons, right? Like I'm not used to like looking at myself in the mirror for long periods of time and being intentional. Like I do like face masks and stuff, but I'm not like intentionally like looking at myself, telling myself how beautiful I am and how loved I am and how, you know, kind I am. And, you know, just speaking life into myself in an intentional way while looking at myself. And so, um, it was hard because it, it and it also brings up so much for me and it brought up so much for me. Um, and I was reminded of that one day when I was flipping through my old journals. So, y'all know I go I write and so I have lots and lots and lots of journals. It's really absurd. Um, I just I can't throw them out. I thought I was gonna go through this thing where I like threw them out and you know lit them on fire and like released it. But I started to go through them at one point And I was like, I, these are memories. Like I cannot let these go. And so I keep every journal that I complete and I finished them. Um, and I think, I mean, Mike has probably talked about it. Y'all have probably seen it like the background on the bookshelves. There's like a row of just journals. And so like journals from college until now and I graduated in 2014 and it's 2023. So it's almost been a decade worth of dirt and growth okay um (laughs) but I I can't remember why I was going back through this old journal um I think I was looking for a quote or something I don't know um but I came across the journal entry I wrote about the honey and the shower experience and I read it and I was like damn this is an episode now I will say that there are sometimes I'll flip through old journals like I'll just flip and I'll just um Or I'll just open it up to a page and I'll just read it. And I find that that's very, I don't know the word for it. That's very, it feels like very like supernatural to me um, to do that sometimes. Because sometimes I'll land on something that I wrote or that I experienced that I completely forgot about. And it shows me how far I've come or it'll show me where I'm still tender or it'll show me. You know how crazy I was. <laughs> and so this was like one of those times, like I wasn't even looking. I completely forgot that I wrote. I'm in a whole different journal now. Um And halfway through with that one, and that journal is like 300 pages. So it had been a minute uh since since I had done it. But I read it, and I was like, I have to share this. And because it just felt like a message, not only that I needed to, re- to return to, um, as I told y'all I do, as I do like go back through my old journals, but it felt like a collective one as well. And the journal entry is also pretty old and it's something I've worked through and I'm working through, so it doesn't feel nearly as raw as it was when I wrote it. Um and I've also shared journal entries and poems on the podcast many of times, and it's always appreciated by y'all. Um, and so that's why I'm gonna do it. But before i do i also wanted to give y'all a bit of context to make the journal entry make more sense so my birth doula uh for noble um gifted me this oracle deck after noble died and just shout out to her because her name was Corey. she was just like i felt so bad because i couldn't even utilize you like i just uh I'm not emotional. You're emotional. But she was just still so kind and showed up postpartum and and would randomly send me gifts and and things and text messages and be like, hey, I hope you looked in the mirror today to remind yourself that you're beautiful. And... (laughs) like i haven't but thank you Corey. um so yeah so she gifted me an oracle deck after noble die and it's called african goddess rising and it is amazing and i highly recommend it if you're into cards oracle cards tarot cards pulling cards um so the deck is broken up into sections and the sections are the warriors the ancestors the conjurers the lovers the griots the queens the high priestesses the threshold guardians and the shadows and one of the shadow cards that I'm constantly and begrudgingly pulling is Ma'am Lombo or Mom Lombo. Um, sorry if I'm butchering that. The In the book, she tells us it's okay if we mispronounce her things. It's not expected of us to know how to say, uh, you know, all these names and languages. But it's just that we try. And so I try. Um, but Mom Lombo is the shadow of self-sabotage. And from the book, and I'm going to read it exactly from the book, Mom Lambo is the shadow monster, and she is a brain-sucking, snake-like, water-dwelling Zulu goddess of rivers. And Mom Lambo's shadow guidance is, you are holding yourself apart from your blessings. What ancient pain are you trying to stuff down, numb, ignore, or avoid? What does your self-sabotage help you to avoid? I'm going to read that again. I feel like that was a word. (laughs) Her guidance is, you are holding yourself apart from your blessings. What ancient pain are you trying to stuff down, numb, ignore, or avoid? What does your self-sabotage help you to avoid? The embodiment on the card asks or says, your inner saboteur is clever. Seductive patterns of behavior block your path and your power. Distractions, addictions, cravings, and unhealthy habits will not bring you your best. Your inner bully is the voice telling you you messed up, the part of you that is jealous, the anger you don't know what to do with, your stuck inner procrastinator, and your toxic relationship choices. Stop terrorizing yourselves with broken promises of discipline. Instead, choose devotion to your chosen pathways What inspired action can you take today? (sighs) And finally, the goddess declaration is I have compassion for myself. And on this car, the mom Lombo, mom Lombo is a woman in a swamp like environment in the water and half dressed in like python skin with the python swimming in the water with her, which makes sense because as we as we, you know, heard earlier from the book, she is a brain sucking snake, like water dwelling Zulu goddess of rivers. And so that's really important. Um, because in the journal entry, I discuss her and I discuss her because I pull her often. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, we can't get rid of our shadows. We can only learn how to, how to be and how to not let them we're on the show, but, um, I discuss her and I don't like really explain. And so you wouldn't know, obviously if you, if you had never heard this or if you don't have the dick. and I know there are a lot of people who have the dick, Um, so y'all probably already know, but for the people who don't, but okay, let's get into this entry. Y'all funny story i was prepared to do this indie and i walked look at god i, I flipped right to it let me tell you let me tell y'all <laughs> but i was prepared to do this indie and i was like i'm doing it i'm gonna record it today Patreon's gonna get the unedited it's happening and i got all the way upstairs because i'm in the guest room in my mother-in-law's house i, I decided to come you know to move spaces get some sunlight and forgot the journal <laughs> so guess who had to walk down two more flights of stairs and uh listen to group beg me to stay uh but y'all know i do whatever for y'all okay so the entry i wrote this january 14th 2023 at 402 p.m since i did unitsa's honey homework i've been thinking a lot about self-sabotage i saw her while i was meditating in the shower i touched her hand and acknowledged her as a friend i didn't feel any grief from our encounter not like I usually do when I pull the card, but instead I got a download that she's a signpost. A nod about where I'm tender and wounded and in need of help. She's not trying to ruin things, only I can do that. But she will ruin things if I don't get real and honest and transparent with myself. If I don't tune in. I notice sheep always pops up when joy is near and abundant. And like last night in the midst of a beauty and pleasure ritual, and today, she was so close to the rage card right underneath her to be specific. And from that card I heard, let your joys, hopes, and beauty rage on. What do I know about self-sabotage? I know she appears when I am on the cusp of something new and exciting. I know shame is an ancestral pattern and self-sabotage is her sister and her cause and effect. I know self-sabotage is notoriously used as a defense mechanism and turned to in an effort to survive. I know fear usually invites self-sabotage. I know my saboteurs are very, very clever, and I usually don't realize I'm self-sabotaging until it's too late. I know I don't usually realize I'm self-sabotaging because I'm not present enough to tell, and because I'm lying to myself, and because they really are clever. Self-sabotage is scary and frustrating, but deep down, all she's trying to do is preserve me and keep me from hurting. But just like my ego, she cannot see past instant gratification and safety. She never thinks, best case scenario, because it's too unsure. It can't be guaranteed in the way grief and sorrow can. There is no getting rid of her. She is family and a part of my shadow. When she arrives, I should look at her and hear her out. What is she afraid of? What am I? What warning and danger does she sense? And how can I use her nudge to push forward anyway? She's always close when I am encouraged to be myself, to confess my desires, hopes, love, to shine, to let joy in. She thinks it will all kill me. Shit, sometimes, most times, I agree. But we are both wrong and have to be constantly reminded of this fact. What do I want? To be known and loved for exactly who I am. I want to live in peace and harmony with my chosen family. I want my children to love themselves. I want to love myself. Why do we think this is so dangerous? Because we think we are dangerous, and bad but why why (laughs) because mama daddy conditioning trauma pain yes and because it is much easier to shift blame to shame it is consistent after all than to admit that deep down we fear loneliness and estrangement but it's called self-sabotage for a reason we need no enemies indeed dear self-sabotage I know your heart's desire is to be known and loved and I want you to know that we can't do that unless we show ourselves all of it. Sabotage is self-harm, slimy, grimy, snakish and in our case, unnecessary. I have been in denial about you for as long as I can remember but denying you are here and near only makes your impact stronger. But so I see you in the water, looking at me and looking at the world like the moon tarot card. I see you and I acknowledge you and your fear and your beauty and the temptation and your siren song. You are right. Life is scary. Change is too. I may not survive it, but it's likelier that I won't survive you. Thank you for showing me where I am tender. Thank you for showing me the lies. Thank you for pinpointing how I get in my own way. Thank you for highlighting how tempting, addicted, and attached I am to shame and hating myself and stopping myself and failing myself. I don't hate you. I see you. You're only as scary as I make you. And so I reclaim myself. Sure. Self-sabotage and shame may be an ancestral pattern, but so is courage and hope and fire and alchemy. We are more than our problems, girl, but you know that, don't you? So what will I do? I will give me an honest-to-God try. No, I will stop and listen and tend to your signs. I will not deny I am afraid. You wouldn't believe me anyway, and I think we've agreed to stop lying to each other. I am scared shitless that loving myself will end the world. And at least, and at last, I'm honest. What has shame and self sabotage gotten me? Here. And also regrets. Familiar mess, familiar disasters, and in truth, I am weary of familiar disasters. They are the worst. But enough of that. It is finally safe for me to be myself. Now is the time. (sighs) Finally, I'll leave you with this. Um... (laughs) I left the book downstairs, but I will recommend this book. The mountain is you transforming self-sabotage into self-mastery by Brianna West I actually just started it. I'm about 40% done uh, based off my Kindle. And I thought it was just so surreal that I'm reading this book, this book months later after I, excuse me, after I wrote this journal entry Um, the journey entry and this book has actually been on my list for a while I thought it was about something else like I thought it was about um I think I've only ever seen like the first one the mountain is you I I haven't seen like the second part but anyway I started reading it um and it's really good and so I highly recommend it and so I'll leave you with that book recommendation and I'll leave you with this as well Mikey and I um love y'all deeply and we have grown up with y'all. uh, A lot of y'all since 2018, we were first married. We'd only been married for two years and we didn't even have Drew yet. And a lot of y'all followed us from like a lot of y'all could tell I was pregnant. I remember being like congested and having sinus issues and people were already kind of guessing that I was pregnant even before I knew I was pregnant. Um, Like I remember all of that. And I just want to say that we do love y'all, and I can't speak for Mike, but I'm absolutely sure he would agree. But like, there are ways that we have self sabotaged um, ourselves during the podcast, um, and I think one of those main ways was starting back podcasting so soon after Noble died. Um, there's I can't even look back at some pictures from after he died because I was really trying to like be here, and I really should have been less worried about what people were thinking or could think all this I should I really should have taken better care of myself um and maybe we could have like still recorded those episodes because it really did help us a lot and we got like lots of emails and love from y'all and so like it's not that I regret it but I do think it put some pressure on us that y'all had not put on us that we put on us trying to show up like we did in 2018 and we and we should have been more um realistic But you know, we we working through our childhood stuff. I just read this post about um this beautiful post someone wrote about Tina Turner. But like there's this thing that children (laughs) from traumatized families do who are now adults. Um, we have a tendency to, what is it called? It's called imaginative. I know I have therapists listening to this. It's like when you you can't fathom that there are real consequences to your actions. So like the the cases woman was making about Tina Turner was, you know, she thought that When she did her people interview, you know, talking about her abuse from Ike, that everybody would leave her alone and let it go because, you know, like in a child's mind, that's what happens. And when you've been traumatized, you've been working through stuff um, or not working through stuff, you can't, like, it it doesn't make sense to you, like what the real world is. I'm about making sense. But, um, the, the post is very gracious and, and like generous. The woman is also a therapist. And so I found her piece to be very, um, Very kind and um, and eye-opening, rest in peace to Tina Turner, um, who has also a beautiful documentary on HBO, um, which I think I talked about a few months ago um, because I watched it a few months ago. But anyway, what I'm saying is I think that we had some like some childlike thinking about the depth of the grief and like what our capacity was. And we were trying to show up like many podcasters do and many uh, relationship podcasts do. that yeah that is not why y'all love us y'all love us because um (laughs) we're real and um not saying nobody else is but you know we're real and we've we're pretty honest about you know what our bandwidth and stuff is so I think that the 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 root of why we have taken a step back before we come back is is about that like we we don't want to sabotage it anymore you know we really want to be real about what our capacity is but i love you all and thank you for listening and i hope you read the book the mountain is you transforming self-sabotage into self-mastery by brianna woods If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. And if you like this take um, on like, uh, you know, my journal entries type things, I can y'all I have all my entries. Like if y'all <laughs> give me a category and like as long as it's old, I don't mind. But uh, yeah, just please let us know um, how you felt about this episode, which I believe I am posting as a bonus um, just to, as an olive branch for not for us not recording till since de- December. Um, but yeah, let us know via email at blackmailmarriageemail.com. We always look forward to your feedback, um, and your emails and your voicemails and in some cases your text messages. And so, yeah, thank y'all. So the Black Million Marriage Podcast is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. And this episode of the Black Million Marriage Podcast was edited by me, Randy Chapman at Rorty Productions, a podcast management company. We are now and still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us five stars and review us. We love hearing from y'all. And to support our podcast and to connect with us, to like spend time with us and get to know us a bit more on our personal level, to join our zoom meetings and our discord which it really is fun and y'all just gonna have to sleep and just eventually join to see um uh, because it is please consider joining us at patreon.com slash black marriage there you'll get unedited edited and ad free episodes zoom meetings with us and more and also be sure to check out our website www.blackmillionmarriage.com it is currently under construction um because I'm working on some things in the back end and, uh, but it will be up soon. And I'm very excited about it. Shout out to Renee and it's our IBMM committee, because y'all we have been working. Okay. Uh, Follow me on social media. I can't remember if I changed my Instagram name, but it's either Randy is rich or Randy. So I'll do both. Randy is rich or Randy, R-A-N-D-I-I-I. I, E E E. so that's four i's three e's on instagram um ready productions on instagram if you're interested to know about like my business and learn about some podcast things and of course our podcast page black millennial marriage thank y'all again for listening be blessed don't settle fight clean peace